The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Billionaire Healthcare. Bringing the health secrets of the rich and famous to you. Your host is Ashley Black. We'll talk about what's really going on inside your body and what you can do to take control of your health and wellness. Now, here is your host, Ashley Black. Good Wednesday afternoon and morning. How is everybody doing? Welcome to another edition of Billionaire Healthcare. I am so excited about this episode. Um, this is Body Hacks. Um, one of the main questions I'm asked over and over and over is how do I not jack up my fascia? So that's what the show is about today is the other side of um, everything that we're doing there's there's two pieces to the pie Mm -hmm. everybody on the phone and and with me can validate but you have to have structural integrity and you have to have mechanical integrity and let me just tell you what I mean by that and then I'll get you guys to the resources so structural integrity means that your body has the ability to align by having loose fascia good muscle uh you know, pliability, alignment of the joints, open joints. Those are all structural things. Um, The mechanical side is how does your brain tell your body to move? And this is something that I actually, before I got into fascia, this is what I was doing. I was doing the mechanical side. And what I realized is that people couldn't do it physically. And then I ended up in the structural side. And that was a very, very long time ago. But anyway, that's what the show is about. So before we jump right in with my amazing co-hosts today, um, who are all my in-house people, um, I just want to make sure that everybody is at the proper resources. So um, you can listen to this show live where you can have the professionally produced audio at voiceamerica.com. And if you are listening on the live feed, the audio may be a little janky, but today is actually a good day to be on the live feed on Facebook. Um, It's in the private group, Fascia Blasters. If you're not in, just go to your own personal Facebook page, type in groups, type in Fascia Blasters, and and we'll let you in as long as you don't get crazy. I have rules you got to abide by. (laughs) So (laughs) we are really whipping through this season. Olivia, what episode is this? This is episode nine. All right, we're on episode 9 out of 13. I have to tell you that this show every week is brutally painful to prepare for. I I dread it every week until I get going, and then I'm really excited about it. And this one I'm particularly excited about because this is really my information. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump in. I'm going to have, just in case you guys are joining us for the very first time, the reason the show is called Billionaire Healthcare is because I have spent my entire 15 to 20 year, well, my whole life, really, um, developing techniques um, that 
really only the rich and famous have had, everybody from pro athletes to celebrities to worldwide international billionaires. And usually there's a 10 to 15 year adaptation curve, and I want to make sure that that doesn't happen and that uh, everybody across the country can have the secrets of the rich and famous without having to have the money of the rich and famous. So that's that's why we're Billionaire Healthcare. Um, and today I have um, my in-house uh, resident expert, Bart Jameson. Bart, welcome to the show. He's coming to us from Texas. What's up? Hey, good to be here, guys. Glad to be on. So, Bart, give him a little bit of your background because a lot of times you're kind of my sidekick and you're going to be definitely taking center stage quite a bit this show. So give them your uh, background, particularly the things that relate specifically to um, biomechanics and, and exercise physiology. Yeah, no problem. Um, first of all, I learned and met Ashley 10 years ago when I was in high school and slowly started working in her clinic. She started training me just to help her out some while I was in school. I did a couple internships with her over summers while I was learn, uh, studying exercise sciences and biomechanics, exercise physiology. I ended up getting a master's degree in athletic training from Texas Tech. And then for about the last five years, I've been doing athletic training, strength and conditioning for Big Ten, Big 12, NFL, um, all sorts, Major League Baseball, all sorts of clients, some through Ashley, some through my own. And I've just been um, doing treatment and listening to conventional medicine, and I kind of always knew Ashley's stuff was in the back of my mind, and I tried to implement it as much as I can, but the uh, traditional medicine doesn't like it when you bring something new to the table. Oh, I actually know a pro ball player that got fired for uh, basically telling the trainer, you know, hey, I want to do something different. It's This is a real thing. And I just want to say that I'm super blessed and lucky to have Bart. We have been talking about how to work together for years. And I was like, Bart, I don't know what your job's going to be, but just be ready for everything. And since he's come on, it's been a wild ride, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's been fun, though. But I've learned a lot, and uh, it's nice to actually be uh getting this information out to people because there's not, there's good trainers and there's bad trainers out there. I'm not going to say everyone's bad, but I mean, we just, the information is not there. So I can't almost can't blame them. Oh, no kidding. I, this is definitely about bringing awareness and not saying, you know, this is wrong or this is bad. What we're saying, my, my whole message, if, if you haven't ever had exposure to me, is I want to give you new pieces of information that you can go and implement in your life and be a more educated consumer about your body. I definitely have opinions about things, and I'll, I'll, I'm always honest about it, but you know that's not what we're here to do. We're here to give you choices and help empower you. Um, my other co-host today is someone you guys have met a couple of times. Hey, guys. <laughs> Olivia Henry. And I just love having her host with me because she she's been through this entire process from being debilitated to you know she just performed as a dancer in a play out here last year which was a huge emotional goal for her but I also want you to give them your background like in terms of your education and what you were doing because Olivia is my go-to person in terms of being a movement specialist so take it away sister well, when I was debilitated, I decided not to have surgery, and um, and that was a, a pretty big decision that everybody kind of disagreed with me on because I wasn't walking, I wasn't moving, and very dependent on people like my parents um, to help me because I was quite young. Um, but I decided that I wanted to educate myself, and I wanted to 
take back control basically. And so I went on my own journey before I met Ashley and I became a Pilates instructor. I studied with different yogis and different techniques. Um, I What all did you try? Did you try Feldenkrais, Rolfing? I tried everything. Yeah. Rolfing, deep needling, uh, Feldenkrais. Um, I tried uh, myofascial release. I Whatever tried, that is. I tried all kinds of, of different treatments, every kind of acupuncturist, cupping, every kind of chiropractor, um, any any technique that was possibly going to get me out of pain and, and more in control. And what I found actually was that the the closest that I could be pain-free was when I was doing Pilates. Um, and Joseph was on the right track. Um, oh, yeah. And no we doubt. have that episode. Um, we have that episode oh, in, in season one, in season yeah. one about Pilates because – the equipment itself, it was so advanced um, oh, no for, for the time. But uh, but yeah, I felt most in control through Pilates. So I had, I got three different Pilates certifications through different physical therapists and also through Body Arts and Science International. And I mean, the list goes on. And I still couldn't access my muscles properly. I still couldn't dance. I was still operating at 50%. And then uh, by chance, by happenstance, I met Ashley. And, uh, and we instantly connected and we knew that we were um, soul sisters. And, uh, and she was like, listen, you're pretty, you're pretty messed up. (laughs) I basically said, you are so messed up that you forget LA. You need to come move in with me for a few months because you have so much going on. We got to fix it. And And then I lived with you for like half a year, basically. And, uh, (laughs) and, and she took me under her wing and Olivia, they're going to all be jealous. I I guarantee you the feed they're about to start saying, I want to move in with Uh, Ashley. Well, this is a while ago. This is when she still had clinics, um, that, uh, that basically I moved in and, and I, learned from her I got treated from her uh, by her and by all of her um, and by all of her employees at the time and and um, and it was a pretty amazing experience it was life-changing and and years later and we'll talk about that more later in the show um, I am now in a place where I feel I feel like I have my my you know regiment that I use every day and uh, and keep myself out of pain and healthy and I am better now than I was 10 years ago Girl, preach on. Preach. Preach. Okay, so we have some very we have some very educated people um, on our staff who have not only experienced this whole process as a professional, but also in our personal bodies. And I don't know if you guys have seen Bart, but Bart has this like shredded body that we were all like, hey, whoa, where'd you get that? <laughs> and I, I wanted to announce... Um, what is officially what is the name of the Facebook group because we are now transitioning into men I don't know how, how many members did we have so far and what's the name of the group so that all the women can tell their husbands 90 members about 90 members right now and it was been live for maybe 16 hours um, and it's called Fats of Blasters for Men and there's like Ooh, a little biopic about That's what we're going to be talking about and uh, it's going to focus more on like training regiments strength and conditioning fascia Kind of whatever you guys want to talk about, from getting rid of the beer belly to uh, getting ripped. We we can do whatever. That's what it's there for, for the men, finally. Or turkey necks. Turkey necks on men. That's actually a thing. thing. (laughs) Yeah, we can see. Working on it. (laughs) <laughs> well, and I think you're bringing, I mean, even just talking about the men, um, you know, at the end of the day, what this show, and we're about to just shut up and get into it, um, what this show is about is that when you're working on your structural integrity and your mechanical integrity, we we all particularly, I think men are, no, 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 we're all guilty of it. Like, we, we want to jump in. We, we go, oh, my God, I'm too fat. 
um, or I, I want to be able to do this thing. And we jump right into Do it all at once. Like we're doing it all at once. Like we, we haven't worked out in a year. And the next thing you know, we're doing like Pilates three times a week. We're dieting. You know, we're running on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we, and we make up this uh, regiment that literally just makes no sense. To me, the body is like... If you were going to have somebody come in and paint a beautiful mural in your home, you wouldn't have them do it on a wall where the baseboards are falling off and there's cracks and all that. And to me, what we're doing in not only rehabilitative exercise and medicine, but also just in health and fitness, we're skipping going back and like either replacing the wall, replastering, sanding, and getting it ready. So this show is about how to kind of prep the body to move into those other things. So let me tell you, I'm going to be pissing some people off today probably because I'm going to be talking about a lot of different exercises that don't make sense for everyone in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're going to talk about... uh, you know, how to prepare for that. Right. So I'll give you a little picture story here. Uh, my best friend, Marie, I don't know if she's listening. <laughs> she's back in Houston. And so she's one of those people. She's, you know, almost 50. She's got a gorgeous body. And she was telling, and she works out all the time. And so, and she does do things like, you know, take a, a sledgehammer to a tire and she does punch and kick and she's totally fine doing all of that. So one day she tells me, oh, I'm going to go to Rice University where you can go work out and we're going to do um, all these different sprint drills. Okay. So for the first time, her body went out of the frontal plane, which is kind of like front to back movement and went into the sagittal plane. And so she was doing all of these like side shuffles and just kind of picture stuff that football players do and her body completely freaked out her ankles were jammed she had raging plantar fasciitis and she's like I don't understand um like I'm so in shape (laughs) and I love the long pause because I, I I literally looked at her because she she knows fasciology and she knows me and I said Marie what did you do to prepare for lateral movement and it was like it never even crossed her mind to, to, to think that that would be different. So a totally different form of exercise. Totally different form of exercise. So what I'm saying, and we're going to jump right into it in the second segment, is that there really is no exercise, in my opinion, that's off uh, the list. You know, look at Cirque du Soleil. They, they arch their backs in a way that if I did it, there would be some surgery happening afterwards, but they've prepped their bodies for it. So that's what this show is about, is how do you start and replaster your wall and neurologically, and when I say neurologically, what I mean is biomechanically and how we move. So if anywhere in the show you hear me, Bart, or Olivia talk about biomechanics or our neurology or our movement patterns or our muscle memory, mind-to-body connection, that's all we mean. But I do think um, to educate our viewers and get them kind of talking on a higher level is is good. So we're going to talk about how to do a neurological redo from A to Z. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to like it because it's going to slow you down. But I will tell you this, you will have a better body because of it. You will look better and you will feel better if you take that one moment in time and decide to plaster your wall before you install that mural. So as soon as we come back from this commercial break, we're going to jump into the four phases of neurological redo and we'll be right back. Yay. Everybody stay with us.
life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit fasciablaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A blaster.com. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Um, we're getting some feedback on the live feed that you're having um, issues seeing it, possibly hearing it. If that's the case, um, switch over to voiceamerica.com. We, we're limited with our Internet here. We're in a hotel in Beverly Hills. So I just want to make sure that you guys don't miss anything. And the live feed always replays. It's actually archived. The next um, day. So don't, don't worry about that part. Okay, everybody. So um, without further ado, I want want to talk about you know how in our cellulite blog we came up with four different types of cellulite and I literally made that up out of thin air so I just want to tell you that this this is not something that you're going to find in a textbook this is my made up words but my job has always been to kind of take the science that's really confusing and simplify it um, so what I want to talk about is the four phases of neurological uh, retraining, okay? So number one is the scarecrow, okay? Um, I, my social media team, if you guys can post the link to my website on Ashley Black Systems where we talk about the scarecrow, the robot, the cheetah, and the Cirque du Soleil so that they can follow along. But what I want to talk about is scarecrow. And many of you who've gone and read the heart butt blog <laughs> I feel funny even saying heart butt um, what you noticed is that posture is a huge part of it and the posture video that I did with my friend and writer Joanna 
um, go ahead and post that as well because at the end of the day, what I said at the end of her video is if you can't stand in the proper posture with the proper alignment, with the proper muscles engaged, or sit or lay, then then you shouldn't be doing anything beyond that. You should be really, really focused on that. So I, I want to have Bart talk about pro sports, how we miss the scarecrow. And then I also want Olivia to chime in and talk about how she missed the scarecrow. Because if why in the world would we start to train someone's arm without looking at where the rest of their body is? Because we all know if you twist your body just slightly, then that changes the shoulder. Or for instance, if you have a jammed hip and you're doing a knee exercise, um, that it changes the angle of the head of the femur. So why do you think, Bart, we don't do scarecrow in the world of at least rehabilitative exercise, where you think that would be the first place you would start would be scarecrow? It's a, it's a great question, um, and I think it depends on the setting. Like, if it was a, a physical therapy clinic, um, unfortunately, uh you get hit if you a post-op ACL. You get ten physical therapy sessions, even though it's a year-long plus injury. But your insurance only pays for ten, so that physical therapist is going to do his best with those ten sessions. And if that's and he, in order to please the patient, a lot of times you go after the knee if it's an ACL. If it's in pro sports, um, it depends if it's off-season, in-season. If you got a game coming up. You, you're just trying to get him ready for that one game. You're not worried yeah. about his whole whole life if it's an orthopedic injury. Now, it's a brain injury, it's always different. But So you're usually limited based on your setting, your time, and... and your and, uh, financial resources. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it sucks, but the, the way the insurance is built up, if, if you have a big injury, you don't get big amount of payout for it, like in physical therapy sessions. So uh, let's talk the, about in fitness. The, way the, world because, is, the world is right now. Every yeah, it, it is. It just is what it is. We'll call it what it is. I don't have a problem with the system. My goal is to help all of us to work around it and through it and, and, and within it. You know, we're not going to make changes in healthcare in one show and with this group of people. But what we can do is get people to the resources that they need. I want Olivia to speak to how important Scarecrow was because in her own personal life, this is somebody who is working in a rehab clinic, teaching Pilates for specifically for rehabilitation. And in her own body, she was just getting worse and worse and worse. So tell them what it was like to have to go back and do Scarecrow and how you had multiple twists and really what that took to change it. Now, let me say this. If you're not injured um, and haven't been injured for a long time like Olivia, this the scarecrow process may only take 30 days. Mm-hmm. But if you're severely debilitated, then it can take a year or more. Mine took almost two years probably. I think mine took probably three. Yeah. Take it um, away, girl, because you were a twisty mess. I was a twisty mess. I could make anything look like I was doing it right, but I was pulling it from all the wrong places. And that was part of my neurological issue and my mind-to-body issue because I had programmed myself to move wrong. Mm-hmm. So I had to start over. I had to start from the very, very beginning. And unfortunately, um, it was it was hard for me because I came from a dancer background and, and, and working out hard was something that I liked doing. Or I just want to dance. Right. And- and, and you know what, Bart, you can speak to that. I just want to run. 
I just need to get out there and yeah. do my seven on seven. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. it's kind of like, Oh, how can you run if you can't even stand? Like, I don't get it. So yeah, I had to start from the beginning and we had to do the most simple single joint movement exercises. I had to just sometimes lay on my stomach and squeeze a muscle so that I could turn it on from my brain. So I knew how to isolate that muscle so I could start from the well, beginning. Well, tell me about your twist. Cause if I remember right, it was had a spiral left, twist, left hip forward, right rib forward, left chest forward, opposite, the exact opposite. Yeah, of that. The exact okay. Opposite so of she that. had a tri- triple rotation. So mm-hmm. right hip forward, uh, left rib mm-hmm. forward and then kind of like right boob forward and then it actually was affecting your vocal cords which right. Olivia is an amazing singer so that's huge so how hard is it and how many times a day do you think you had to readjust yourself I mean it's something just scarecrow I'm... just scarecrow sitting and standing that's all we're talking about oh my gosh I was doing it as much as I could I mean at a minimum I was lining myself up five ten times a day and then I was always thinking about it as I was walking. I was always making sure that I had I had awareness of my body, even to some level, even if it was 10% awareness, I was aware of what I was doing. And that's how I reprogram because it takes a year to memorize anything new in your body. Basically, it's, it's, it's muscle memory. Reprogramming takes a year of consistent action. So I was, I was that person. I'm, I'm rigorous like that. So I have a little syndrome that I'd like to pre- present called syndrome. And what that means is that we just get up and start moving with absolutely no thought whatsoever to where our feet are, where our pelvis are, what muscles are we contracting. I think putting out the heart butt blog, I've gotten an awful lot of feedback like, oh, my God, I've never fired my glute before. Ever. And so, um, Bart, can you speak to the droop, droop, droop syndrome? <laughs> like, why are we just, yeah. why do we assume that we know how to move? No one taught us. We just started crawling, dragged ourselves up by the side of the beds and took off walking. And no one taught us in elementary school, oh, hey, maybe this is how you should sit in your desk. But why? Why is that happening when it's so important? Well, it's because, to be honest, the fascial system is the, the reason we can compensate. The body is not going to tell you to not move if you're trying to get up out of bed, if you're structurally capable of. Even if it's not in the right posture, it's still going to figure out a way to get you out of bed, to sit in a car, to go to work for eight hours. I mean, it, it'll figure out a way to get it done because that's what the fascial job is. It's to provide pretension in the body. It's to provide neuro, uh, sensory systems in the muscles. So once it senses that it's out of place, it adapts, and it goes to whatever your your you're doing. If you're a sitter, well, your body's going to look like a sitter. If you're a runner, well, you're going to look like a runner more so than someone else who just does it occasionally. So your body adapts to the way you move and live. And so can you speak to the fascia being the primary sensory organ and dummy it down? Okay, because I think this is super important because the fascia, even more so than having tight muscles and knots and tight tendons, the fascia has more of ability to like corkscrew us, hump us. And it also is the only sticky substance in the body. So it has the ability to stick us there. So you have been doing I know you and I have been geeking out on the research, but I'm so fascinated with fascia being the primary feedback to the brain. So it's just recently been found over the last 10 years that there's sensory uh, fibers in muscle fibers. Never before known. We thought they were pain fibers the entire time. So now we know that it's connected to the autonomic nervous system and the central nervous system. And it pretty much, it regulates 
fight or flight and rest and digest. Just the, the unconscious unconscious thought that we're doing. Right. So that to me that sick. even that goes to the sitting and standing and laying. You know, when we yeah, lay down exactly. to go to sleep at night, we're not aware of our bodies. But I can tell you, me and Olivia both have packed ourselves in pillows to sleep in alignment for that exact yeah. reason. So when we talk yeah, about so, scarecrow, it's like the most rudimentary thing. And to me, it's being missed. Have you ever walked into a gym and somebody said, hey, you know, I want to I want to train you. Let's look at your symmetry posture where you, you know, put pressure in your feet, all the things that we're preaching now. It, it just doesn't exist. So let's just be honest. It does not exist. And if, if you're going to go through this process, you're going to have to go through it with me and Bart and Olivia. <laughs> I mean, I want to give them an immediate strategy, Bart. You you and I know because we check that inbox of people sending us the pictures when we tell you you have a jammed hip or that your foot is out or that you have an arch in your back or whatever before you really take off and go beyond scarecrow into robot which is what we're going to talk about in the second segment um you really have to reevaluate what are you doing with your body every second of the day exactly and it's also about the, the activation i mean I, I mean we talked to olivia about like her breathing and stuff if you can't sit and stand up and contract your core, how are you going to be able to do it moving? How are you going to be able to do it when you're playing a sport and doing all the stuff that we all like to do? Um, I mean, you, you just can't. It has to start from the ground up. And the first thing, like a lot of the first things I'll go after is breathing, core contraction, um, just, just stabilization exercises while you're standing or sitting. It's the first step. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Olivia knew all of this and she came to visit a few weeks ago when she was on the show and Bart discovered something that I didn't. And that's that Olivia was breathing with her ribs instead of her diaphragm. We only have 30 seconds till the break. But Olivia, can you tell them like what a life changing thing just that one little discovery is and how much you work on it? Right. Well, I work on it a lot because I'm a singer. Um, But uh, but yeah, I had probably learned to to breathe more laterally through my ribs as a dancer and also learning how to sing opera basically but but it wasn't explained right and I was doing it wrong um and so I was just expanding my ribs and my and my lungs were going along with me um, so how many times a day do you practice it now that you're aware of it I mean, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> okay, so if the, so, viewers, listen up, okay? Because we're about to go to commercial break, and I don't want to skip the scarecrow. If you have never done the scarecrow, you send your pictures front, back, inside, full body. Don't pose. Don't look cute. Don't try to stick your booty out. Just show us the way that you sit and stand and, and spin around or send us a video. We can tell so much about that. And then scarecrow needs to be a daily part of your life. Even now, and I'm talking, I have been doing this for 15 plus years in my own body with the understanding of fascia. I probably check my posture and my feet at least 30 times or more a day. So we, this is huge. This is like soapbox. I'm getting on it and I'm saying, if you're not scarecrowing, then don't send me any emails about how you got hurt doing CrossFit. (laughs) And on that note, we are going to commercial break and we're going to come back and talk about uh, robot. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
step-by-step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms, and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit FashaBlaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A Blaster.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Good Wednesday to everybody. It's hump day. Um, So if you've missed part of the show, you got to go back and re-listen to it because this is a progressive show. And it's probably a little bit of a boring show because we are really just giving, here is the information. Um, So what we were talking about in the first segment was just being able to stand, uh, sit, sleep, lay, and get in positions when you're not really moving. That's why we call it Scarecrow, because, you know, he's not moving. (laughs) I've never seen a Scarecrow move, aside from the Wizard of Oz. So that's why we call it Scarecrow. Now, once you... Once you learn how to sit and stand, and we've given you the wall technique, and we've given you a way to get analyzed. So I don't want to hear any more. You guys have it. Take the opportunity and and do it. Okay, so robot. Let's think about what the way... (laughs) Olivia's doing the robot. So the way that a robot moves typically um, is one joint at a time. Okay. So if you're trying to neurologically retrain your body, then you don't want to add um, two or three joints moving at once. And for for what it's worth, yeah, it's an overload on your nervous system. So like, forget whether it's a good exercise or not. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about learning how to train your nervous system step by step by step. So for instance, a squat that moves that involves ankle movement, mm-hmm. knee movement, hip movement, spine stability, neck stability, neck stability, 
core, mm-hmm. and then you also have multiple forces of gravity depending on what joint that you're you're working. So That's even a though lot. a squat sounds so, like something simple, and Bart, you know, you well, Olivia too, you can walk in any rehab center. That is one of the first things that you would do for like an a ankle, knee, or hip. But in terms of your neurology, that's the wrong thing to do. And then they also have them do jumps, squat jumps for knees and for, and I'm just like, oh, and the, we, Bart and I earlier today before the show came on, we were talking about trying to challenge the balance. So before we get any further with robot, I do want to say that I am adamantly opposed to challenging the balance with unstable surfaces such yep. as standing on a BOSU ball, standing on a Theracushion, um, you know, anything that wobbles you, not forever. I'm just saying that's not step two. To do step two with robot, you could do something as simple as just a single joint exercise. So let's just go through, Bart, and talk about what some single joint exercises are. So imagine if you're standing against the wall, you're doing the wall technique. Let's just go through what we could do for the arms and the legs that are just single joint. Well, a good one with the the arms, if you're already doing, like, the wall technique, one I would always have my athletes do, especially pitchers or um, quarterbacks, anybody, you just take, you're standing on that wall, you're paying attention to your symmetry, you put your the back of your pinky fingers on it, and you just kind of go right up the wall with your arms, just ride it up, and then you rotate it, and thumbs up now, and you're just going up and down with your arms. It promotes perfect scapulothoracic rhythm, it's what we call scaption. It's the way the, the arms like to move. So that's the first step I'll do once they're after the wall. Well, and just let me say this. I love that exercise, but it's just slightly out of robot just because it, you it's added right. the rotation. If you were just to take the arms in a straight, like a snow angel, and go up and down, that would be robot. Um, so that is a great exercise. Um, but just so you know, it's... It's a little bit into cheetah. Um, Go with single joint. So we're talking like bicep curls. Delt raises. Delt raises out to the side. Uh, A lot of people in the group are asking about quad activation. Um, A simple quad quad set. Active straight leg raise. Um, okay, so tell them what a quad set is. Pump. I don't think that's a no. uh, like. It's not known. I don't think that's a known term. So um, if you're standing so, against the wall and you do a quad set, explain exactly how you would do that. Um, so what you're what you're actively doing is you're you're standing against the wall. You have like a slight bend in your knee. I'd say ten to fifteen degrees. You're actively contracting that quad and you're pushing the back of that knee towards the wall. Mm-hmm. And that's just getting straight end range knee extension. It's getting good glute activation of the smaller fibers that rarely get activated because of end range extension, and it's and it's exactly it's one of the first things we do. So basically, you're just squeezing your legs, activated. like the simple. I love the way Bart put it because it's that's very scientific, and it all of our people and and if you. I wish you guys could all look at our inbox every single day, but what we see is people who have now used the fascia blaster, they've opened up their quads, they're totally atrophied, and they're trying to do squats, lunges, even leg extensions. That's still movement. If you just literally squeeze squeeze the crap out of your quads, I don't care if you do it in seated or against the wall, just being aware of your posture and aware of where your feet are aligned, that's probably one of the best exercises that you can do. For the quads. And then also I like for um, for single joint 
robotness <laughs> uh, for the legs is leg extensions where you're basically seated in a machine and kicking. just extend kicking your legs um, from external. bent to straight. Um, and then that's, be, <laughs> Olivia that's goes, an external and internal rotation. <laughs> I get it, but that's, that's, that's uh, Cirque du Soleil. So again, you're telling your brain one thing, you're telling it to straighten the leg and contract. I also like hamstring curls. I also like the machines where you sit and you abduct, you know, where you push out. I call them the gyno machines. But people use that hamstring curl machine totally wrong a lot you know what i'm gonna film a video and i think bart's on the same page you know the same way we did the uh, glute series for Mm -hmm. on youtube for the heart bullock we need to go back because a hamstrings is another under activated but that's the whole thing that's that's my issue with moving on to cheetah if you haven't done scarecrow and robot because if you don't know how to stabilize yourself and align yourself and just bend the knees because that is the action of the hamstring or the primary action, I should say, mm-hmm. then how in the world are you going to condition anything? I know, Bart, you're probably dying to jump in about <laughs> this. So go ahead. Go have I want yeah, you to I jump mean, on your soapbox about robot. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly right. It's the next step. You can't progress to cheetah before being able to do the movement first. Your body will figure out a way to do it. It's capable of doing it, but it's at risk of torquing your hips, torquing your knee, get an elevated external rotation of your foot, and then you're just going to be, your body gets stuck that way, and then you go, you, you walk around for a week before you exercise again, and you did 20,000 steps of wrong gait pattern, and now your back hurts, and you're like, I don't know why, I've been, I haven't been doing anything. You, it's, your body will figure out a way to compensate if you don't activate. Pretty much, that's it. (laughs) Well, and we can also talk about fascia right there. I mean, and and our viewers, I know, who are dealing with their fascial issues, if your fascia is choking a muscle, it doesn't matter how perfectly you fire it, it's not going to fire. Olivia, do you want to speak to that? Yeah, I mean, basically, if if your muscle doesn't, if your neuroconnection is not in in line with the rest of your body and and not, what am I trying to say? Um, if you are not connected to a particular muscle, then neurologically or structurally, or structurally, that was the word right. I was using. <laughs> it's morning time. I for feel me. Yeah. Um, uh, then you will not be able to access that through robot through, I mean, really, cause you have to start a scarecrow. You won't be able to access certainly not regular exercise. Um, you, well, I want to talk about Ted. I love to, to tell stories because I think it makes it make sense for people. So we had a, a, a who happened to be a billionaire, <laughs> a billionaire healthcare, and Olivia and I worked with him together. I think that that link, uh, we sent it over. So if you can post that, it's about walking. You know, this guy was headed for a knee replacement. Um, he was going to have his ankle fused. He was told, you know, basically that it was hopeless. They were about to do, I think, two or three different surgeries on this guy. And, um, you know, I came in and did my thing as far as like opening it from the structural standpoint. But, you know, this guy has all the money in the world. And so he had a whole team of people around him and in a full time trainer. And, you know, the trainers doing, you know, squats and balancing on one leg and, you know, kind of the traditional stuff. Like Bart said, it's not anyone's fault. Um, But the reality was, is that this 
man didn't even know how to have the strength or neurological connection to place his foot on the ground and take one step forward or go up a stairs. And I think that a lot of our viewers are in that same situation. There's actually a link if social media people want to post it. Um, of yeah, to Ted. Ted. Yeah, mm-hmm. we put that one on there. I get excited, and I'm just warning you that I say a cuss word at the end. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm in that one, too. <laughs> so, um, Olivia, do you have anything to add in terms of robot, like what you did? Because I know Olivia really, she's moved on to Cheetah and Cirque du Soleil big time. Um, but uh, you had to spend how long in robot to, to get through um, Cheetah? And at robot? least a year. I mean, uh, Scarecrow and robot. Okay, Scarecrow so- and robot probably. I mean, but I was always going back. So once I would achieve, because I would start at the base, and and once you're working your way up from your feet, you have to sometimes start over with another muscle group. So I tried to get my base strong first, my yes. my core, my yes. which is your transverse abs. I did so many planks. I did planks in different ways, but my wrists got tired. I laid myself on an arc, um, a baby arc, which is a Pilates piece of equipment, or you could do a basketball ball or uh, any number of things. Prop pillows up. Um, there, there's, there's ways to get around it, even if you feel like you don't have it or you're well, at home. And people who are in chronic serious pain, because, you know, we have the full gamut of mm-hmm. fascia blaster customers. We have the people who are almost bedridden that are like a level seven on the fascia chart, we which we're, we can post that. Olivia and I have both been, you know, at the basically drug me and, and, and give up on me phase. Um, but a lot of our viewers are very healthy people but they still need to do this redo. Um, I, I'm going to give you one more story. You know, yesterday, I think a lot of you guys know, I went to the doctors and I met with the producer. The producer was this beautiful woman, um, six feet tall. Can't relate to that. Um, what I would call L.A. skinny. Like, I mean, she could literally look like a Victoria's Secrets model. And her hole from her knee down was so beyond bound that there was no pinching of skin no anything and her goal yeah her and the pictures we can put them up but um her whole goal was to like get rid of cankles and to be leaner and so what she decided to do was to run (laughs) and and we we're laughing but i can tell you we have viewers that are going oh my god that's exactly what i do i want to be leaner i don't want my ankles to look like this and i was able in less than 30 minutes using the fascia blaster to open her fascia and the shape was hiding up underneath there Mm -hmm. and then so i told her i said don't run just get into you know doing single joint and i basically was teaching her scarecrow and robot and let me just say this because we only have 30 seconds till the break i've had a lot of you guys asking me about it I hate to be on my radio show, an infomercial for my DVDs, but um, my DVDs, I never intended to really sell them to the public. I had them in my clinics for exactly this purpose. They teach from start to finish, Scarecrow to uh, Robot, and and we teach a little bit of Cheetah and a teeny bit of Cirque du Soleil, which is what we're going to talk about in the next section. Um, But it the DVDs are not forever. It's not like P90X or something like that that you quote-unquote work out to. Um, Bart, tell them if if they just do the DVDs for a month or two months, how can that transition? Yeah, I mean, it's that's the foundations. And then once you're moving correctly, you'll be able to tell, like, I'm fucking better. My symmetry is better. And then you can start progressing into those more difficult movements like if you're a marathon runner well you can start transitioning into running distances but you got to always be careful and 
if you're a if you're a football player, well, you can start doing the lateral movement more. I mean, you just start pro- get you have to build that base and then go to the progression into activity. It's really important to progress safely into activity. And they really are for everyone. Everyone can use them. Yeah. Everyone at any level, whether you are debilitated, where I was, I really did use these, and I isolated. And I only did the things that I could because some of them I couldn't yet. And you have to make sure that you know your body and listen to your body and have patience. Well, and my last little thing on robot is if if whatever you're doing exercise wise causes you pain afterwards or doesn't give you the conditioning effect that you want, then you need to you need to go back to Scarecrow and, and Robot. And we'll go to a commercial break on that while everybody's in depression over their um, <laughs> workout regimes. We'll be right back after this very quick uh, commercial break on Voice America. Your life. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another, and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The Fascia Blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The Fascia Blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit FasciaBlaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A Blaster.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the final segment of Billionaire Healthcare. We have Olivia Henry and Bart Jameson, movement experts. Literally, you guys are world experts in movement. So I'm so happy and blessed to have you guys with me today, my staff, my team, homies. Okay. So the word so far, if you've missed the rest of the show, you've got to go back and listen to it because step one for neurological retraining is to do the scarecrow. Step two is to do the robot. Now let's talk about cheetah. So once someone can do single joint movement, either against a wall or very efficiently standing and, or you know efficiently sitting on a piece of equipment, um, then they can move on to cheetah. And the reason I, I just picture a cheetah, cheetahs move (laughs) in the sagittal plane so beautifully. Um, I have to go back and quote Deion Sanders just for fun for the show. Um, I was watching a video where he 
showed up to the combine in sweats and didn't stretch and um the inter- the guy interviewing him was basically like oh my gosh you know you ran a 4-2 or whatever it was without even stretching and he goes have you ever seen a cheetah stretch <laughs> so i thought that was funny but when when i think about the move first of all do stretch but second of all the movement of a cheetah and Deion sanders is beautiful symmetrical um, aligned with the proper core control. So if you can picture either Dion or a cheetah, you can kind of get in mind where we want you going. And in fact, there's a video that I did in the Get F blog, which is basically my diet blog, where I talk about being able to move in the sagittal plane, um, which is kind of like, I guess, for the non-medical uh, person, it's like forward, the f- forward and backwards forward and back. uh, movement, like not out to the side like a snow angel. Mm-hmm. And um, that movement and crossbody movement, I all I consider all of that cheetah. But the video that I did was about how to do this on the elliptical. So first of all, with cheetah, ladies, if your ponytail is swinging, you are <laughs> out of alignment. Or if your boobs are bouncing, you're out of alignment. So you got to go back and learn how to have your whole body be still and then your arms and legs are moving. So, Bart, this is a great place for you to jump in and talk about the pro athlete side. Like, I mean, basically, to me, Cheetah is running and elliptical and, yeah. and walking. Yeah, I mean, and you, this whole progression you have is something like we good, – good clinicians do, but just not well enough. I mean, the first thing you do once you're out of robot, you get them out there, you try to see what they can do moving-wise. And you never, you never would throw them into just like moving quick directions, changing, uh, doing running routes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You would have them run forward. You would have them walk forward. You would teach them how to walk before letting them go on their own. Um, yeah. You teach them how to walk backwards. I, I yeah. take them in the pool, and I'll put them in the pool to take up all their their upper body weight, so I can really focus on their gait and really focus. If they can focus on it. And say, and a lot of the times there's like a screen or something, and they can see that they're not completely internally rotating their leg when they're supposed to, or their or their glute is tight. Then we can we can go back and address that as before we take them into circus Soleil or high impact movement. You you keep them in cheetah for a little while to yeah. make sure that everything you've already done is still working, and you still do the the core stuff of I'm just going to activate the core. I mean, I've had so many. Uh, athletes yell at me because they didn't want to do the stuff they would did a month ago. Yeah, no, we're all on that same page, but I think you're making the hugest point, which is number one, in order to run, you have to be able to stand up straight. And in order to move your hips and knees and ankles, you need to learn that neurologically independently first. Then you need to do it on an elliptical without impact. Then you transition to the treadmill and you do it on the ground and walking and then you can run. And no one thinks like that, but Okay, soapbox over. (laughs) We only have two minutes to close, so I do want to mention the Cirque du Soleil, which is the final piece of this. And what I mean by Cirque du Soleil is any kind of non-natural movement. So to me, once we move out into the Snow Angels, we move into Pilates, we move into CrossFit, ballet booty. Somebody earlier had asked about Zumba. These are things where your nervous system, I'm going to do it in a sound, your nervous system is like, woohoo! right? It's, it's like, I can do anything. I'm, my feet aren't on the ground. My body is up in the air. My hips can be wherever they want to be. There's rotation. We're working in multi-planes, even the transverse plane. Um, Cirque du Soleil is very dangerous 
for someone who has not gone through Scarecrow, Robot, Cheetah, Bart, you have one minute to wrap up what I just said, and I'm going to give Olivia one minute to wrap up what I just said. If you don't do it, Scarecrow, Robot, Cheetah, what is going to happen with Cirque du Soleil? If you don't do it, something will break down along the way. I mean, if you're young, you can get there really quickly. You can go be a high, if you're like a high school, you just do it really quickly. Your body won't notice it until later in life. Like, yep, that's so so they're the true. best compensators in the world. They yeah, break I get them at 21, Bart, 21 like you, and they're like a complete neurological mess. Olivia, go. The reason that I am better 10 years later is because I've done this process. The reason that I am out of pain is because I've done this process. And here's my last little two cents. I, coming from being completely debilitated, this process is something that you have to make a decision to do. You have to back off your workouts. You have to dive into it head first. And, and in addition to the Scarecrow, Robot, Cheetah, and Cirque du Soleil progression, all along the way, you've got to restore your fascia and stretch and keep your joints open. And if you don't do both of those things, you're never going to be better forever, which is what the entire show was about today is bringing in the neurological piece. I know you guys have so many questions. I'll stay on for the live feed. Um, and, of course, you can always reach us at Fascia Blasters on Facebook, the inbox, or the contact form on FasciaBlasters.com. Thank you to my guest. Thank you to our audience. Everybody have a fantastic week, and we'll see you right back here for episode 10. Thank you for tuning in this week. Billionaire Healthcare with Ashley Black can be heard live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, be the best you. 